segment of Heavenscape, Saturday Night Gaming presents Dawn of the Dark Star. As we left off last session, uh, there, was a, there was a cliff and there were many people hanging off the edge of it. I know that you've all been waiting all week to find out what happens. You've been waiting on the edge of your seats with your tippy toes raised on the floor. You're ready for this. We're all ready for this. Uh, beginning of the climactic conclusion of at least this chapter of Valos. Now, as we left it, the Commandant Xavier had gained access to the Black Shard, which had taken over his body, turning him into what he called the Archon Dark Star, possessor of the power of the Black Dragon of the EC dragon of Drake, the demon of Valos. Now, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and present everybody around the table, uh, all the players present uh, and soon to be present, um, so that we can kind of give, a, give an introduction for your character, give a small synopsis of kind of what they've become and uh, how they got where they are right now. All right? So uh, we'll go ahead and start to my left and just introduce yourself, the character you're playing, and a small synopsis. Um, my name's Chuck, and I'm playing Heavy Metal. Um, he's a cybernetic uh, sniper dude. And right now I'm not sure where I am because I think my group left me. You're lost in the right now. <laughs> lost in the jungle. You put it that way. Somewhere in the jungle, right. heavy metal plays. <laughs> He's got exactly what you need. Sniper rounds for days. Right. I'm looking forward to it. So on to me. Uh, my name is Ryan. I will be playing as Raphael the Watcher. Uh, and I uh, have somehow also <laughs> inherited three, uh, I'll just call them uh, chaotic children. Who we will call the Max. The Max. <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, so they're my own personal cult. And uh, I can't tell you how happy Richard would be. We, <laughs> we are just running around getting into trouble. That's what we did. Right. Yeah. Uh, I am Dan, and I'll be playing the character formerly known as Mune. Uh, I threw off my programming and have returned to being Falco with the acquisition of the Dagger of Life, I think it was called. I think it's called Shadow Fang, but it's close enough. Yeah. The Green Shard. The Green Shard gave you the Dagger of the Shadow Fang, which gives you the uh, uh, life essence, I guess is how we would put it. Yes. Uh, I got to meet the Omni Beast entity of the forest. Fenga, the Shadow Fang. Yes. Cool. And he now fights alongside me from inside me. Hugs from the inside? It wasn't even Caleb. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the only one now. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I am Caleb. I will be reprising the roles of Alistair McTavish, where once we were one. We will soon be many, as we are slowly becoming the Solaris Legion. Like it. Um, 
I guess you could say we are fulfilling our prophecy, self-given prophecy of becoming a new species, a new race. Manifest destiny. Love it. I'm running, I'm going to be playing Lothan Mito. He is very, very angry at this point, and he wants to kill and rip Xavier to shreds, but is trying to figure out how in the world he's going to be able to do that. Just get in with your teeth, man. Word. All right. Well, that's everybody that's currently playing the game right now. Um, also, our dear friend Ronald Shanks also prizes the role of Dr. Miles Stein. And there are several NPCs that I myself will be portraying as your GM, Tony Stevens, creator of the crazy chaotic world of Valos. So, with no further ado, we'll go ahead and get started. Where we left off in the center of the destroyed Aloria City Prime, uh, Xavier, as the Dark Star now, uh, has caused much destruction. If I remember correctly, Dr. Miles Stein was going around and abducting dead bodies for his experiments. While uh, <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, Da. I believe da. Falco was alerting Dr. Stein to the fact that all the people he was saving are already dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I think Solaris is in the sky trying to heal himself with some solar energy. Much needed nourishment. He is also eyeballing people around the arena that seem to have cybernetic enhancements on themselves. Uh, Eddie Falco, uh, the Shadow Fang, had been locked on yeah. to uh, fighting the dark entity that emerged from the black hole, I guess is how I would call it. I don't even know how I would call it an explosion, more of like a implosion, yeah. a black hole. And he was joined by the efforts of the Watcher, who is joined by the efforts of the Mac-Men. Uh, don't forget, I did have my Ruta there. And a Ruta, yeah. <laughs> Giant Gorilla, uh, for those of you not keeping uh, up to date on the uh, animal creatures on this planet, the Ruta is a massive gorilla uh, type beast. And as far as heavy metal, somewhere in the depths of Toluja, actually, where I'm going to go ahead and take us for a moment, heavy metal has snuck his way back inside the facility of Dr. Miles Stein, which is no longer operated by the main man himself. He has found himself sneaking through the darkened tunnels and is now sneaking up upon three droid units, three Stein Tech android units, similar to the ones that escorted him forcefully out of the facility in the first place. Now, in order to get in this facility, he also stepped over dead giant bodies, uh, the dead Order of the Storm operatives that had given him so much trouble. He did not see a giant burning eyeball of a giant on the ground, so whatever happened to that after it was plucked from the head of the giant. 
That is where he is at right now. So go ahead, sir. Let me know what you'd like to do. These three uh, Stein techs do not see you yet. Well, let's see if I take my scatter gun and just All right, so go ahead and give me a roll with 2d6 for the achievement of using the scatter gun on these creatures. Ten. All right, so go ahead and roll a d8 for damage. Seven. Awesome. So with the scatter gun, you manage to blast the head off of one of these Stein techs completely, and then the rest of the pellets manage to destroy one of the processing units on a second Stein tech entity. Now the third one, basically protected by the bodies of his fallen brethren, turns and notices you and says, "You, I thought we kicked you out of here." Well, you were wrong. Huh. Here I am. I must correct this issue. He goes to attack you, so go ahead and roll 2d6 for defense. Set dex? Yes. Um, I'm going to say I need a thing. Oh, experience. <laughs> Who doesn't love to have experience? We all get experiences in life. Yeah, because pretty sure that's a one. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so he attacks you. He manages to crash through uh, a wall with you further into the facility. Go ahead and roll a d8 for your damage. The damage you take. Three. All right, so you take the three damage after crashing through a wall. Now you end up into a new office area, one that you were in before. You recognize Dr. McKenzie and you recognize Professor Runstrom in the facility. Hi, guys. Ow. <laughs> well, good golly, sir! Why didn't you just knock on the front door? Um, because they would have let not let me come back in. Chit <laughs> uh. chit cheerio, lad. He might need some help there. Is that before or after armor? Uh, you would take the damage okay. onto the armor, and whatever carries over. So, all good. All right. Now the android is starting to get back up to attack you again. Uh, I'm going to put my shotgun right under his chain. All right, roll for success. Seven. All right, so you do have success. Go ahead and uh, I mean, you draw attention, but he already has, you already have his attention. So roll your damage dice. Four. All right, that's going to go ahead and take off the head of this unit. So you just blast it right under the chin. You've got cyber, cyber servos flying everywhere, little scatter bits of metal flying all around, and then you just hold the scatter gun up to your mouth and blow the smoke out of the barrel. Yep. As you hear Dr. McKenzie look at you and say, well, damn, I do have to say, that was quite sexy, sir. Lady, why are you always hitting on all of these people around here? First it was the guy with the wings, now it's the guy blowing the heads off of androids. I'm just going to go ahead and start thinking that you're a little scandalous. You just mind your own business, okay, Rundstrom? <laughs> just all in a day's work, ma'am. <laughs> Alright, now, 
from the last time you were in this facility, you knew that there was teleportation path. One you were trying to get back to because you were really mad about leaving your friend behind. Yep. So I asked the restroom if he knows if that pad's still available and where and how to work it. Well, um, I did actually help Stein design this whole facility and the teleportation pads. He's got these all over the place. I do, uh, I guess I would say, to be fair, that uh, my Russian friend, uh, even though there's not a place called Russia here, but I'm imagining that there is, uh, <laughs> my strange ball friend is gotten carried away with himself. Uh, I think he's gone outside the parameters of what we originally had planned, which was like making life easier for people on brothers. He's just kind of like, what makes life easier for me? And you know, I keep finding dead bodies everywhere that he's like turning into things, and it's like it's getting a little creepy, okay, mate? <laughs> well, yeah. To answer your question, I think what you're saying, uh, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> well, to answer your statement, I tried to kill Stein, but something blocked my shot, and it wasn't any of his guards. It was just something came up and blocked the shot. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a lot of defense measures that he's put in place. Uh, fellow's got a little bit, uh, like I said, he's got a little uh, hand. Uh, he's, even when I've seen him die, he just pops right back up again, turns himself into another weird Frankenstein looking thing. I don't know if Frankenstein exists in this world, but I'm going to pretend it does. And uh, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I've got a little Frankenstein in me. As long as it's not a Frankencastle, we're all good. <laughs> All right, so he's going to go ahead and guide you down the corridor back to the teleportation pad. And he's going to look up the last coordinates that were logged, which actually, oddly enough, would put the group traveling to Aloya City Prime. Strangely, these bodies keep appearing. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> Do you, well, Runstrom, did you see where... The rest of the group went? Did they go on this pad or are they They out? go on the pad, mate. I'm telling right. you. That's right there. There was this guy. If I go, will you come with me? You oh, and uh, Doctor. You and the doctor come with us? Come with me. Well what do you think, Kayla? Oh, well, he's getting kind of boring just sitting here with you. Oh, okay, fine. We'll just follow all the pretty boys. How about that? You don't like Rundstrom, we get it. We get it, and I'm tired of it. Look, it's not about that. He's just a little feisty, that's all I'm saying. He's getting a little bored just sitting here talking to you about what? What are we doing here? Uh, yeah, okay, we'll go with you. We'll, we'll do it. Let's do this. Let's go. Yeah. All right, I'm going to act like I'm a tough guy too. All right, I'm going to pick up this, uh, syringe. <laughs> Uh, as he activates the panel, the three of you step onto the teleportation pad and slowly um, what feels like solid matter, but seems illuminescent in and of itself, collects around you and transports you from one section of Valos to another. As you appear on a teleportation pad and there is rubble all around you, smoke filling the area, and you can hear the echoes of vibrations, of explosions, of the screams of bodies uh, slowly losing their life essence. Yay. You look out amongst 
what once was a towering city had some shabby parts to itself, but overall was pretty much the shining epicenter of Valos. Now, appears no better than Compton. I'm going to pretend that Compton exists here. <laughs> but at least we know what I'm talking about. No one there listens. <laughs> and nobody comes straight out this place I anymore. Know. So, uh, that's what you see. And go ahead and roll there. for perception to see through some of the clutter, the dust, the smoke, the debris. I have all of them. Okay, cool. Just don't tell them that. I don't want to get cool. Uh, it looks cool with an eye patch. Oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take all of them. Ten. They are part of the Legion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you managed to look through uh, the debris and the smoke, your cybernetic enhanced eyes. You managed to see hovering in the sky what you recognize as the Watcher. Um, directly below him on the ground, you notice that there are three small children, one of them wearing an oversized shirt, like a skirt. You see one with britches that are too, too large for himself, pulled up and tied with a rope around his waist. And a third one with a dead monkey tied around his waist. Um, you see a large gorilla of tan, dark green, and brown fur coloring. And atop its back is a uh, robed uh, fellow that looks a lot like your friend Mune that you were worried about, riding on the back of a gorilla with a large dagger in hand. Uh, you also see the Solaris hovering in the sky. And you notice your large green, somewhat ally adversary, uh, <laughs> the one known as Blood Rage now standing in the distance, gathering himself up from the ground and trying to collect his hook maces. Mune. Mune. Is that you? Hi. Been looking for you, man. Uh, some stuff's been happening. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'll explain later. What do I need to do? Uh, that guy? Don't let him hit me. The green guy? No, it's the guy in the armor. I didn't see a guy in armor. Oh, he's over there. Oh, okay, I'll try. <laughs> if you look real close through that black. <laughs> All right, so uh, there is a large, probably about 10 foot tall armored entity. Seems to be like full mechanized Spartan style armor, black with red trim, uh, some sort of a glowing indigo, like real deep midnight purple aura around it. Okay, well, so here's sure. where I pull in one of my special things that I wrote down. Okay. Um, somewhere along the line when they fixed my arm, uh -huh. they added some stuff to my eye. Uh -huh. So I'm going to scan it for any kind of weakness. All right, roll for that. Add it to your intelligence. Three, five, seven. All right, you can ask me one question about it. Uh, and it can't just be, what's its weakness? It right. would have to be <laughs> something along the lines of, do I see something that could provide a benefit to me? Do I see any kind of opening on the arm, something that might help you, but you get one question to ask me. 
Is there something in the area that could help you? Yada yada. Does your I guess I guess the first question that comes to mind is, do I have anything on me that could do any kind of damage to it? <laughs> I have a super strong bionic arm now. That's true. Yeah, don't use that. <laughs> okay. You recognize the fact that maybe the only way to approach this uh, problem is through teamwork. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and we'll go ahead and move on. I'm going to throw the kids at it. <laughs> that has been suggested. Especially the Just one with the... Don't you You are my the max. first one to try to do that. Especially the one with the dead monkey around it. <laughs> it's a loincloth. Those are his babies now. Well, I don't know. Lothan already suggested that. Yeah. I'm kind of like and their tried. babysitter now. <laughs> it's like that movie with Vin Diesel where he's the babysitter. It's fire. It's how um, to dance? <laughs> how? Who? You're healed up. You're um, in the sun, right? I mean, I'm not I'm trying. Dead. To I'm at six out of nineteen, so okay, thirty percent health. Well, I'm gonna heal him up. All right, go ahead and roll for me. Uh, that is gonna be sixteen. Ooh, wait. Oh. 12. Okay. 12. 12 to heal. And then I roll a d8, right? Correct. Four. Okay. All right. I promise now, not to resist. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do is go ahead and roll that d4 or the d8 again. One. Okay. So add that to a five. Basically, the three max run over to you and hug you and start blowing gold. Oh, neat. So you're going to go ahead and add five health. Okay, so five more. Neat. Now I'm all glowy. Basically what you'd see is as he directs his hand at you and spreads his wings, all the Macs go, Ah, yeah, oh, okay, we'll help him out real good, boss, yeah! And they just run up and grab a hold of you and you're like, wait, what? And then they start glowing and you feel real good about it. I called the move Little Healers. Uh, <laughs> or hey, also hey, known as Big Hug. Hey, big Hug. hug. <laughs> little Healers Big Hug. Like this? <laughs> hey, Doc, have you ever seen anything like this? Uh, oh, uh, dear sweet Octavian, I've never seen anything quite so strong. Is that a dead monkey around its waist? <laughs> How yeah. does the Ruta feel about that dead monkey? <laughs> he continues to smell it and think to himself, why? <laughs> he was upset when I was wearing the dead monkey. Basically, all you hear is. <laughs> I turn. <gasps> I turn to McTavish and say, "These are not my kids, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, go ahead, uh, Falco. Yes. Um. I think we need to work together. Just in case you hadn't thought of that. Do me a favor and roll a D four. Okay. Three. You're feeling yourself, but you're also hearing the voice of your friend inside your head. 
the wolf. Okay. Okay. So you can hear the slight grumble of his own spirit within you. So do we still have our mind? <laughs> but you down? have the urge to surf on top uh, of the car. No, I don't have that anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, does it feel like it's pulling me to the fight or away? Uh, no, it definitely wants a bite out of Darkstar. Okay. It seems to have a completely opposite view of reality from it. Um, they seem to be polar opposites, as it were. I'm going to go ahead and activate my aspect of the pack, uh-huh. which gives a plus one bonus to anybody's initial rolls. Good. Like attack and stuff like that. All right, so what everybody needs to do is just go ahead and take a pencil, write down plus one on your sheet. That will last per the scene until any debuff is handed to you. Now, basically what you would see is atop the giant Ruda, Falco leans his head back, makes fists, and howls into the air a primal scream. As that scream hits your ears, you feel a resonance within yourself. Almost a primal need to win. Even the souls. At any cost. At any cost. Yes. Solaris, how are you feeling? I've got the need to feed. Yeah. And by feed, I mean, got to bring more people into the fold. The need to breed. Oh, that's a better one. Why did I have it? That's what Missed I'm here for. Sir, that's what I'm here for. Missed opportunity. Well, no, we gained it together. That's teamwork. Um, I guess teamwork. for this that's moment, I'm feeling a little squishy, so I'm going to try to absorb as much time as I can. Okay. So go ahead and give me a double D6 roll. Woo! This is, was that 10? Yeah. All right, so go ahead and roll. Plus one from me. So six and five would be 11 plus one is 12. He's 10 plus. He wins. Oh. All right. Um, so go ahead and roll your D8 for health and treatment. Eight. So add that eight to yourself. Wow. So basically what y'all all see as you stand around is you look up into the sun as the sun starts to gain itself into Solaris's solar panels, his body resonates in a bright glow. Uh, it's almost blinding. It's like trying to drive through solar the city. Fire. Yeah, it's like trying to drive through the city of Chicago midday as the sun is bouncing right off the Sears Tower. Gonna pretend like all those things exist here and we all know what I'm talking about. I know what that one building is. I just got destroyed. I've heard that from a different realm of existence. Alright, and Ronald, how are we feeling right now? The Unborian Training Center. Oh no. Too soon. <laughs> and Blood Rage, actually go ahead and give me a roll of your D4. Uh oh, didn't see that coming again, did you? Did not. Uh oh. Big trouble. Four. Okay, you have your temper under control, but as your new blood rage entity uh, or uh, status mm-hmm. has entered yourself, you have also felt a slip of control over your own temperament. All right, so your primal self is starting to take over, especially after the roar of your friend here uh, when it bonused to you mm-hmm. as a almost like a beast-like entity of the planet. It seems like he's had more of a pronounced effect on you, and it is increasing your rage. Well, I saw the plasma effect him earlier. 
And he's the only enemy on the battlefield, right? Right now, is Xavier. Xavier's the only enemy on the battlefield right now, right? Yes. Um, plasma affected him. Seemed to almost get to him last time, so I'm gonna try and slice him at his energy and see if it comes through again with my hook plasma sword. The chain that's tied yeah. to your plasma sword that you got from Tyranny. Yeah. Weren't we all as a team? Yeah, we attacking kind of all yeah. did that <laughs> to make a dent. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, moving in to do that. Um, mm -hmm. That's I think that helped benefit severely. <clears throat> but if you want to hit him, hit him. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do and see if it works. Alright. Like so he saw what he did with the team and he just wants to see what happened if it's just himself. <laughs> Ten. Alright, that's a success. And that is with your bones? Yeah. Alright. Uh, what we're going to do is going to go ahead and have you roll the d8. Eight. Wow. All right. So uh, I'll let you try to describe how you're able to breach into the shield, the... The bubble. The dark bubble. <laughs> That's where you get... You're breaching inside the ball. Okay. Alright, so um, basically what just Lothan, he's had enough. He is just agitated at this point. He's tired of all these enemies coming out of nowhere and just starting crap. He just wants the Elorians, the ones responsible for everything to pay for okay. what they've done. And Xavier is the figurehead of that. Right. So he's channeling all of his rage, and he is basically just like whirling the chain and the plasma sword, similar to Thor and his hammer. It's in that blinding speed, and he hurls it while still holding on to the chain, like aiming directly for the head. Okay. So it manages to break through the barrier of dark matter that is surrounding Darkstar. Um, as you manage to break through that barrier, you've succeeded in battling the barrier. Now you've also gained the attention of Darkstar, though. Mm -hmm. So he sees you inside his bubble. Give him a bubble, dude. Okay. So go ahead and do me a favor and roll for... Roll and add on to your dexterity. Okay. Okay, so um, as you break through the barrier though, you see him maneuver towards you. You're able to use your reflexes, rolling back and back onto your feet and uh, basically bristle up those mechanical wings of yours to defend yourself. Alright, so but you manage to escape his grasp for this moment. Even with all that power, you're still too slow. Uh, speed of the body. You think that your strength, your scales, your sharp pointy bits, you think they'll save you from my fangs. But my bite goes much deeper. My bite devours your soul. That is, if you 
You're not getting the picture here. I'm here to destroy you. There's nothing you can do to scare or frighten me. You're nothing but a little man in a shell. Oh. No, the man is the shell. Poor boy. The picture is. I'm the painter. And you're just another thing. I'm gonna slap across this little painting. Maybe a nice scatter blood. Nice red, bright, dripping across the palette. As I use you to paint the story of the Black Dragon. Yeah, pretty sure he's got green blood, but whatever. <laughs> you, I think you've got motor oil. Probably. I like painting things black. No colors anymore. Oh. It's time to paint it black. I distracted him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, y'all no. talking amongst yourselves, mm -hmm. you do notice that the Stormbringer is present as well. Now, as the Stormbringer runs in to try and take advantage of the hole provided by Lothar, um, he still has the gauntlet on each arm, one of the one of the one gauntlet large with the uh, red orange stone emblazed into it is vibrating at a high frequency. Meanwhile, the opposite gauntlet has the four blades growing from it that have the lightning electricity crackling off of it. He rushes in quickly to try and close the gap, trying to make a maneuver against the Dark Star. And as he manages to make a slash across the chest of the Dark Star, a ripple of dark energy expands throughout the arena. Everybody roll your 2d6s and add that to your actual constitution. So would every roll plus our like, base constitution? Your constitution modifier. Okay. 11. 12. 13. Uh, 8. This also added his plus 1. You're all adding the plus Fourteen. 1. No, 9. 12. 14. Still 11. You did your math. Good boy. <laughs> Alright. The majority of you feel it. It manages to give you a slight migraine. But you definitely feel it in your cerebrum. Blood rage. Mm -hmm. Give me another roll of your d6. Oh, no. Six or four? Your two d6s. Okay. Nine. Okay. Roll your d4. Four. You're dead. Okay. So you've managed to <laughs> keep your rage in check as this ripple hits you. But what you feel is a creeping tension in the base of your spine. Uh, it seems like something, uh, feels like something worming its way into your brain. It feels like in your peripheral vision, it seems to be shadows moving. Like you feel like entities are moving all around you. An enemy might constantly be right behind you. An increased sense of paranoia and defensiveness. Alright, so what I want you to do is go ahead and add a minus one modifier to yourself, and it's paranoia. 
Okay, well then. Just take away the plus one. Yeah. Basically, that's a debuff coming to you. All right, heavy metal. Renstrom. If he knows anything about what we're, what I'm looking at, because I have no idea. I just came into the middle of this battle. Does he know anything about glowing dude or any of? I mean, I know them, but like the one you just said had the gloves, and what if he knows anything about the tech or what? Well, bloke. I'm gonna tell you this much. I just got here with you. You saw me get here with you. I uh, know Stein over there. He looks like he's molesting dead bodies. It's just still. Uh, I don't know what the name of all that's holy on this planet that thing is. Oh, this one still has uh, reflexes. It's pretty freaking scary. That's what I can tell you about it. As far as that. Can I kill him? Uh, you, you should totally try. That, that, I believe that's a valiant effort in trying to improve the domain of Welsh. Stein walks over and checks the reflexes on Xavier. Goes, nah, he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> moves on. With sniper rifle. Well, you had a scatter gun. Well, okay. I have Your both. sniper rifle was down. Um, Okay. You can check the area, but for right now, what you have is the scatter gun. That's fine. So, with a 10, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and roll a d8. Two. Okay, so as Stein's checking the bodies, you actually shoot, you run up and shoot the scatter gun right at him. He managed to clip the cybernetic arm that he's built onto himself, knocking it right off his body. Stein, if you want to react. Okay. He walks over to pick up his arm and he puts it back on and looks at you. I will deal with you later, but no, first you have a bigger you. problem. You're not going to kill me. You do, this body might pass, but I'll be back. And you will not want that. Outcome. Then help us. There's no point in helping at this point. If he destroys the planet, then you have nothing. What's uh, the point? Not necessarily no, true. No, I'll make sure that there's nothing left for you either. Uh, there's something always left for me. No, I'll make sure that... Right. There are so, many realms. Stein doesn't feel like he needs to retaliate at all. I mean, he's going to teach him a lesson. Okay, let's go ahead and roll 2d6. You know that he's going to retaliate, so you're allowed to roll some. Sort so, of what, what modifier do I have? Or? Oh, oh, my. Yeah. For Lethal? Stein. If you're Those teaching are, him an actual lesson. Not in, um, 
Not in dungeon world, no. Okay, so what's your what's your big stat that you have for Lothor? Strength, so just add that. Yeah. Okay, that's just nine. Wait, there's a plus one ten. No, you don't have to plus one. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's not on my t- So nine? <laughs> yeah, what did nine. you roll as far as your nine. Okay. So basically, the two of them have locked each other in combat. Uh, Heavy Metal has taken it upon himself while y'all are distracted with this big bad thing. He shoots a He sees, well, I might not be able to knock that thing's head off, but I might be able to whittle down some of our future problems should we survive this. And he is locked into combat with Stein. Stein is shooting laser eyes at him. He's um, taking the brunt of it with his palm as he tries to re- and his scatter gun. Alright, watcher. Can uh, all right, can I perform an action separate of the max? Yeah. Because I would like the max to continue with the uh, the big hug. You can manage to do uh, a Mac move and a watcher move. Alright. I'll let you do that for Richard's sake. Alright. <laughs> so the Macs are gonna continue the hug. Uh so I'll roll for that. Yeah, go ahead and roll for their success. That's not to resist. <laughs> uh, that'll be a nine. All right, so that's a partial success, but they're also going to uh, draw the attention of the, uh, any aggressors. Okay, so go ahead and roll the D8. Seven. Okay, so he's going to heal you an additional seven with the max. And does that go above max? That goes to max. So you're max. max. I'm at the top. All right, good. I'm top top. So you hug them back. <laughs> like Baymax. The Bruder, the, the Bruder seems to even get his knuckles seem to heal from the burns that it has. So the Ruda might protect the max should they come under and then attack. I'm gonna unless, they're, unless it's really weirded out by the dead. <laughs> and then I'm going to pat him on the back and be like, all right, we're done hugging. <laughs> this means it's over. Real quick, I motion to call that the Baymax. Uh, Copyright infringements, no. <laughs> uh, and the, okay, so that's going on, and uh, I, Raphael, am going to swoop down and pick up Stein's arm and fly that's, away with it. Uh, he placed it back onto himself. Darn you can Stein. still grab it. Pull it <laughs> off. <laughs> you can still try to attack Stein if you want to. I want to, but I'm not going to. Are there any other aggressors? The Dark Stein, Stein wasn't even an aggressor him. until he made him one. Almost everything else seems to be dead in the area. Right. Well, I don't want to attack dead or Dark Star because I can't get in there. Although I do want to help my wing bro. Wait, you said the. I can't get to him. You said mm-hmm. the barrier is down, right? Yeah, the barrier was down. Uh, the Stormbringer slashed his chest with his lightning gauntlet. So barrier Ooh. is down. We can try so to I make an attack. So I can attack him. Yeah. I attack the barrier. And you... So you successfully attack the barrier, but not Dark, Dark Star. Right. And then Stormbringer hit actual Dark Star. Yeah. I mean, Chuck, <laughs> can, you can try and use Charisma to try and lose Stein. Well, what is your health at? My health, it's at 22. Is that full? I'm like four points away from full. I'll fill you up. <laughs> I so got the. Go ahead and heal Wingbro with your power? Yes. 
All right, so you're adding additional nanites to Wingbro. <laughs> uh, so that is going to be 11, 13, 14. All right, so you start filtering in the, the nanites into the dark or the dragon. Uh, go ahead and roll the uh, three. So he's giving you the additional three, or only one point off a full. As you feel these small, they're almost like the tiniest bugs mm -hmm. you've ever seen. But they just worm their way into your skin and start mending things together as they go through. They're even getting rid of that weird itch in the back of your throat mm. that you've had since the desert storm. <laughs> Will they help with his paranoia at all? Probably not. No, they don't <laughs> add any kind of mental stability. What's happening to him seems to be an attack on the soul, not the physicality. So he needs more of a magic heal, like a hug. That could potentially work. He needs chicken soup. <laughs> For the soul. <laughs> For the dragon soul. Alright, uh, now where are we at with you, Falco? Um, I just finished hugging the Max. Patting him on the back, telling him to get on. Pat, pat. Uh, I'm, I'm about to get some. Advice. I'm about to do some damage with my gorilla. Okay, so back off, <laughs> weird little monkeys. I'm about to be in the line of fire, and uh, you probably don't want to be his. Yeah. Hey, why don't you give the kids a ride? I mean, don't ride the children. <laughs> Permanent life battery sounds fun. Carousel? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm gonna run into straight up damage. Um, actually, that's not a bad idea. I'm planning on, uh, can I encompass the Ruta with my Oversoul? Can you? The Oversoul that adds life energy to my attacks. You want to filter that into the Ruta? Basically, give him the life energy. So, for his attack? You're basically trying to fuse a unison attack with you and the Ruta. I'm going to go ahead and let that be a thing. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to activate my Oversoul and have the Ruta attack. Mm -hmm. Alright, so roll 2d6. Add it to strength. Uh, am I adding it to my strength or the Ruta's? It's acting as a unison right now. So okay. your strength, the root strength. So with your plus one stat. We're looking at seven. Seven success, but you're gonna draw the attention of aggressors. Which uh, go ahead and roll your D eight for damage. Was partially my intent. Uh yay. One. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> um so basically as you're patting the backs of the Max and you're saying, like, get, 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 get on. Yeah. Move along. <coughs> patting the backs of the Max and tell them to watch their back. Yeah. Get, get, get out of my way. Get out of here. This isn't safe for you anymore as the Dark Star begins to maneuver towards them. He saw them glowing. Yeah. Caught his attention. Shiny. And I basically jump in the way. And you jump in the way, with, on, but on the back of the Ruta. And as it begins to growl, you can see a green aura build around it, and it begins to just... <coughs> it just begins to give, like, this gigantic 
fist bump to the face of the Dark Star. But as it does, you can see like the face of a howling wolf form around the fist. And then that energy collides directly into the Dark Star's helmet. That green energy, that life essence energy seems to react poorly uh, with the indigo energy surrounding him. It seems to cause a chaotic collide. Okay. Which causes another ripple of psionic energy. Everybody go ahead and roll two d6s. Add it to the constitution. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. Ten. Nine. All right, sir. Uh, what I'm going to need you to do, uh, do you have a d4 on hand? Um, I you can't. All right. So go ahead and roll d4 for me. Three. All right. So you definitely feel something warming into your skull. You can feel memories start to recur to you of a time when you were blasted to bits in a war that you had fought for the Elorians. You remember your arm being ripped asunder from your body, the shots that removed the eye from your head. You remember being on the table, almost like a torture table, as you saw Stein operating on top of you. You saw him installing all of these cybernetics into your body. You remember the screams that you released from yourself as he did the majority of his operations on you without sedation. He didn't really believe that you would gain the full experience from it if you were doped up. You remember that pain, you remember that terror, you remember that fear that was deep inside of you. And you're going to go ahead and add a minus one debuff, so that's going to remove your plus one buff. And that's paranoia and fear. Alright. Alright. So, I look down and I see someone from my sniper team still locked in combat with Stein. 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 I am going to dive bomb behind Stein. Okay. As soon as I land, I'm going to thrust both hands on him and immediately start trying to assimilate Stein into the Solaris Legion. Okay, go ahead. If you will not volunteer your assistance, then you will join the collective. Foolish old man. This is not going to go well before you. That's intelligence, right? Yeah. Eight. Okay. All right, so... <laughs> Go ahead and roll a d8. Two. Okay. Roll a d8. Ooh, you almost had eight. Seven. Yeah. Okay, so you've connected into him. <laughs> I'm going to let him go ahead and tell you what you're now hearing in your head as Stein communicates with you through his cyberpathy. So, you want me to be into your collective, what's going to happen here, you stay connected to me, I'm going to take over you, and you're going to be in the Stein Collective. If that is what you believe, old man. Okay, Stein, I'll let you go ahead and make a maneuver with Solaris as your body. 
<clears throat> okay. Mechanic, I want to out of game for just a second. Mechanically, how can he be in? We're locked, aren't we? Mm -hmm. so he how is can he using be... cyberpathy because he connected into his brain. Right. He made the move to connect to his brain. So what Stein's doing is accessing his own tech that he designed right. and talking But shouldn't that him. give me an advantage? Because now he's distracted. That would be an idea, yeah. <laughs> So, you can maneuver Solaris for one move, that would be your attack. You're going to be able to attain a little bit of an advantage over him as he's distracted controlling Solaris. We'll discuss yeah. that as it gets to your turn. Go ahead. Okay, so, you want me to do Stein or Lothan right now? Stein. Stein. So this is Stein's reaction to Solaris being his puppet for the moment. He has solar beams on his hands, right? He does. All right, so I'm going to have him hold his hands up to his head and fire his own head. Okay. On both sides. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll 2d6s for that. It's going to be a 9. Okay, so that's a success. I want you to roll a d8. 1. Add one to your health. You've just refiltered solar energy into your own body. Ah. <laughs> All right. Now you Give can make a, a maneuver. You can make a maneuver with blood rage. All righty. Roll a D4. Three. You feel your control slipping. The paranoia is starting to get to you, and it's causing you to become more angry. I don't know what you've done, but I am going to end all of this now. Oh, it will end, little boy. It will end. It's going to be a nine. Okay. And I'm just, so, sort of, just wildly slashing at him. Okay. So go ahead and roll a D8. Four. Okay. So, as you're wildly slashing, you do manage to make contact with his armor, but he's basically just deflecting the sword away from himself each time. But as you make contact with that armor, more ripples of energy seem to expand outward from him. So everybody go ahead and roll your 2d6 again, add it to your constitution. Nine. 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 Seven. Fourteen. No, no, no. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody that rolled under ten. Should I roll for the max mm -hmm. as well? Uh, we'll worry about the max. Okay. Um, <laughs> so everybody that rolled under ten, unless you already have the debuff modifier on you. It's nice having that okay. plus one. So the three of you are going to go ahead and remove the plus one. <coughs> And I'll let each of you kind of describe what would be the, uh, the most terrifying thing to you in the moment. Or from your life. So what it would be if the pit of despair grabbed a hold of your nads and started taking control of you. What would you see within your character's mind at that moment? Starting with who? You. Okay. So I would imagine Alistair. It's kind of like, like a fragment of thing. Alistair seeing... I'm assuming the same the same situation 
a serving in the same war. IED blowing up, his body ripped to shreds, thrown on a table, and I guess experiencing as much as a person could experience having their brain attracted and then a lot, I would assume with that in there, the neuron center. A flash of his new body, no emotion, all these memories that he's not sure are his memories. And then I guess now with this kind of like dehumanization. Yeah. And then now with Solaris kind of like this greater purpose and failing to grasp it as he sees himself as this beacon of like new life. Okay. Um, I'm going to draw from both Falco and Mune to find mine. And there's a red flash that expands and devours the entire wild and Aloria rises up from the ashes and is encompassing the entire continent now. Okay, so you see you see the wilderness, you see the wild beasts beginning to lose control to the technology, the plasma weapons that they've been using, yeah. and you see the technology taking over the world. Yeah. Alright. Mm, I guess I would say for Raphael, uh, the world has been decimated and the cybernetics he helped develop are the ones who, uh, who are responsible for it. Um, and he wasn't able to save anybody and he knows he's now, I guess, out of favor. With, and all uh, he could do was watch. And all he could do is watch. Who watches the All right, picture? heavy metal. Now, as you witness everybody start to fall from these, you understand kind of what it is that they're going through, but the majority of what you went through is focused right in front of you. Now, as you can see, he's got a slight distraction to himself, so I'll let you go ahead and roll for your aggression on him. Ten. All right, so go ahead and roll your D8. Okay, Stein, you were allowed to roll 2d6 as a defensive maneuver, add it to uh, dexterity, and subtract 2 for distraction. 7. Alright, that's with all the math? Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, so you definitely succeeded, sir. That 2, I'll let you describe how you want to display that damage to Stein. I put the... Put my scout gun right under his chin, but I only got two damage, so he must have shifted, shifted out of the way. All right. Yeah. So as you do that, imagine most of one side of his face with the technological eye installed into it, basically getting ripped up, ripped to shreds. So Stein, you're allowed to speak back to him as you're ripped to shreds on one side of your face with pellets. How's it feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trick question. I feel nothing. All right. I did. <laughs> Felt real good. All right. Watch her. All right. I am. I'm going to use the Mac Blessing to increase my armor for this turn. Okay. So that would be plus two armor. Okay. So go ahead and roll for success on a Mac button. 
would I be rolling off of here? Or I uh, guess that would be a, it would be the <laughs> what would the max be rolling off of? That's then working in unison with you. Your main concern is intelligence. So I'll let you add that to your intelligence. All right. So that'll be an eight. Okay. Definite success. All right. So that adds to your armor, uh, but you. With the eight, you did gain the attention of the Dark Star as he begins to maneuver towards you. I'll let you go ahead and roll for defense. Add that to dexterity. Nice. So, uh, 13. All right. So, basically, as he begins to charge at you, you just launch into the air. You start flying <laughs> up. You're like, oh, I know how this works. I can play people with it. <laughs> I haven't been watching things this long and not learned anything. <laughs> All right. Now, Falco, uh, as he runs towards him, he's running away from you, basically. Uh, Stormbringer comes to you and he says, Brother, we need to find a way to end this. The longer he goes, the stronger he will come. I have foreseen that. We can't let this go on. The only way we have any advantage at this moment is because the dragon is not completely merged. Yeah. It is but on a shell. And if that thing fully awakens, I know what beasts reside within these shards, as well as I think you understand what's inside yours. We know how powerful they are, and they're on our side. How, how do we remove it? Lord only knows. I thought if I collected enough of these things, I'd be able to give some advantage to myself against him. It only seems to let me scratch the surface. It, it reacts poorly to mine, and all the attacks seem to repel back. Damage on the party. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what's getting more. I was told I was promised I was the chosen one. I was promised by the Lord Cardinal of the Order of the Storm. If I succeeded to the Order of the Storm, if I gave myself over to them, they would make me able to beat this thing. I would be the chosen one. And now here I am, and I'm just kicking pedals. Perhaps if we combine all of our forces at once, we can make an attack that we get through. Alright. Let's work together then. So, um, basically, if the two of you work together. Uh -huh. Alright, so he's going to try to manage to use all of these things he has all at once, but it's almost complicated because yeah. he's got three different objects in his possession at this moment. Even if he just punches with both hands, there's glaive on his side, so it's kind of complicated. We have other hands. And him among them we can have trust. That one doesn't seem human. That one seems barely civil. He seems more interested in killing that other bald guy over yeah, there. Yeah, but I'll help you if you need him. What about the one with the wings? He's been with me through the entire thing. All right. You can trust him. I do. Hey, Goldie! <laughs> Catch! He removes a glaive from his side and he throws it at you. What do I do with this? 
<laughs> Go find out. Ah. You use it like a man. You understand how to do that? <clears throat> well, I'm used to wielding the blades on my back, not one of my hands, but I'll give it a shot. Very similar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like extended blades of wind, I guess you can imagine it like that. And the, uh, the entity itself would live within the, the weapon. All right, so when you use that weapon, you're going to need to roll a D4. Which I do not have. If somebody has one, they can run it to them. Extras, yeah. Here, you're going to need that one. You've got some extra D4s over there. Uh, if you look inside this black thing right here, you should find... No, there's not one in there. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do I need this right now? Uh, no, but whenever you use that weapon, you're going to need to roll the D4. On the high end, you're in control. On the low end, the entity itself is in control. This is an entity that you are holding in your hand. Got it. All right. Now then, that solves that. But still, we may need more help. We've got the max. I don't trust those little things. <laughs> I've seen them running around. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, you. With the arm. Yep. Is that your strong arm? Yep. You think you're strong enough to hold this? And he takes off the gauntlet with the orange crystal embedded in it. And he says, if you think you're strong enough to hold this, let's see you prove yourself. Okay. All right. So he's going to go ahead and toss it over to you. Mm -hmm. Hoping that you can assist him. He's okay. taking the chance to trust you. Alright, same thing as mentioned to the watcher. You're going to need to roll a d4 every time you use that weapon. Okay. On the high end, you're in control of the weapon and you can utilize its essence. On the low end, the entity's in control and I'll let you know what that does. Okay. Okay. Now, the claws stay with me. We need to manage to hit precisely at the same time. We need to pattern our attacks so that as each ripple is about to come out, we can counter in on it. Is he still under his control? I'll discuss that with him when it gets to his turn. Uh, we need to try and ripple in on those attacks as they ripple out. I think if I could manage to slash in first before it has the chance to resonate outwards, you kill that ripple attack with our next attack and we will secede each other in that time moment. Now, the way that that's going to reflect in mechanics, each of you are going to roll two d6s right now, okay. the three of you that were just given the weapons. Roll those d6s for your timing. Add that to your intelli uh, intelligence for timing. Ten. You need crystal? I need a crystal. Ooh. <laughs> we know. Oh, we know. Fate of the world, guys. Fate of the world. Can you go ahead and hand this to... Uh... So he doesn't throw it at him. <laughs> he might fail in catching it. <laughs> All right. 
Stormbreaker runs off after Evolve decides to attack. He runs off and again slashes in this uppercut motion, lightning coursing across the Dark Star's armor as it begins to ripple outwards. You run up to try and achieve a, a blow with the deck. Coming down full force, but that ripple attack is poorly timed, and you absorb the full blow of that ripple off, that uh -huh. that rebound energy. All right, so go ahead and roll two d. No, uh, just go ahead and roll a d8. Yeah. Seven. Okay, so now out of that seven, what you're going to do is you're going to subtract your constitution from that seven. And am I constitution modifier? Am I also able to subtract the oversoul armor? Yeah, that would count as magic. Yeah, so okay. you can use the oversoul armor and your constitution to remove from that seven. So Tell me what you got. Four. All right, so that four basically it's going to remove some health from you, and your eyes begin to grow over a black shell as the darkness grows inside of you. You continue to see the wild dying. You continue to see the beasts dying. You continue to see cybernetics growing out of control, taking over your world. You're designed, in essence, to protect. And you feel the shadow fang growing inside of you. Watcher, you manage to come in right behind that attack that you see fail, and you time yours just right as you launch the glaive into him. So go ahead and roll the d4 for control of the glaive. Nailed it. Level one. Okay. <laughs> so you feel the essence of the Omni Beast inside of you growing to take control. That control that she has, uh, Kira of the Night Sky, she is wild. She is a tempest. And a tempest must be what it is, an uncontrollable force of nature. You have just opened up a temporal storm, uh, sorry, not a temporal storm, <laughs> different game, my bad. A tempest upon the area that is doing damage to the Dark Star, but is also going to cause potential damage for future. So there's now an area of effect known as the tempest. Okay. Okay, so that can cause potential hazard for anybody in this arena at this moment. Heavy metal, sir, go ahead and roll a d4 for your potential to maintain control over the weapon. That is a... Can you see it? It's a four. Okay. That's a star, that star is four. All right, so uh, you managed to maintain control of the weapon but you time your attack poorly, okay? So you basically slam the gravity gauntlet right into the Dark Star as his ripple energy filters into you. So go ahead and roll a D8. Two. All right, and subtract that from what constitution modifier you have. Zero. All right. Two. So you manage to absorb this energy as it folds into you. Mm -hmm. Alright, so you managed to absorb this energy as it flows into you, but you continue to feel the rage against Stein. 
it's overtaken. You care less about this guy standing in front of you. It's the one who rebuilt you that, that is eating at your heart. Solaris, sir. What's up? Go ahead and roll a d4. Oh, God. Two. All right. You're there, but you can still hear everything in Cyrillic. It's like as you're looking around, you tried to eat the wrong virus. And it's got a worm in your head. But you're there to try and make some sort of maneuver for yourself. Okay. So, I guess personally, riding on the, the wave of the negative feedback we got from the one pulse, the fear of this new life of mine being burnt out. Right. For the first time in a long time, Alistair's going to have a, a, a glimmer of an emotion. It's anger. All right. He's going to use that anger to try and burn Stein out of not only himself, but out of his own body. Okay. Add that to intelligence. Seven. Okay, you have a seven. That draws Stein's attention. But you can roll a d8 to see if you can do any damage. Would I get an advantage since he just got the side of his face blown off? I would say that that okay. seven being successful is okay. an advantage. Okay. So you said d8? Yeah. Four. All right, Stein, roll a d8. One. Okay, so he's going to be able to do three damage this time. Basically, he's starting to fight back against the programming. Mm -hmm. You're not going to quite burn him out of his own mind, but you are going to burn him out of yours. Okay. Okay, so you basically hear the scream of Alistair McTavish in his full rage at you for controlling he and his brother's lives. Mm -hmm. All right? Now, um, I'll go ahead and let you react for Stein, and then you'll give me blood rage. You're way too loud, my friend. Go away. <laughs> he backhands you. Get off. As he <laughs> begins to just walk away from you and continue to collect dead bodies. Yeah, he walks away from everybody. It's like, I'm done. <laughs> he is a man of his word. <laughs> I will always give him that. All right. Um, blood rage. You saw everybody timing an attack against the Dark Star. The last person you saw timing that attack against the Dark Star was Heavy Metal himself with the Goblin. Alright, so he sees all these attacks. He's just gonna. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. I'm gonna attack <laughs> with no. Direction. No direction. With no skill. Just <coughs> primal strength. That's full rage taking over your body. Weapons don't even make sense to you yep. unless they are a part of your knuckles. The spikes growing out of your bone marrow, adding additional armor to yourself. That's a plus one to your armor. Those spikes are now growing out of control over your body. From the elbows, from the knuckles, from the collarbones, from the shoulder blades, <coughs> from the fragments of your tail, from the knees. These are now just spiked venomous protrusions that will also give you a venomous addition to your blows. So go ahead and give me a double d6, roll at it to your strength for primal attack. 
13. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and let you depict how Blood Rage runs in in the midst of his berserk and how he tears into Darkstar. Alright, so basically he just as he runs towards him and grabs him by the head and starts slamming him into the ground repeatedly and then starts punching him in the face and just starts wailing him. As the rest of you see the armor start to split open. His bony protrusion smacking into everything. He's tearing the armor open. He's in this complete primal rage. His own blood pouring from his mouth as he's biting into his tongue and his cheeks. You see all of this happening before you. That armor shell opens up. However, as this occurs, everybody rolls 2d6 and adds it to your constitution. Nine. Uh, nine. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being enveloped in thoughts of burning worlds. Oh. <laughs> now, as that armor tears open, you see nothing inside. No Xavier. Just this black smoke that explodes outward, consuming the area. As this black smoke begins to evaporate and you regain your vision, mm-hmm. you feel a little twinge inside, like pain in your chest. You relate it to stomach acid. You think you got heartburn from eating the souls of your victims. Mm-hmm. You soar above. You see through, and you see this indigo energy scattering across the area like chaotic electricity. As you see Falco, Stormbringer, and Heavy Metal fall prey to this energy as it bounces around your body. All right. Now, you scream out, where's Xavier, right? Yeah. yeah where's the coward run off to? He left his armor behind just so he could get away. Yeah. <laughs> now, as he screams this out, Falco, you see, standing before you, the very red death that was killing your wild. You see before you the very entity that wants to remove the forest that you protect. He would rather burn it down with his venomous rage than allow it to exist any longer. I'm going to burn it down to the ground and make you watch as everything Um. that you love and care for turns to cinders. You hear the voice of the demon echoing through your brain. Feel like and I will laugh. Go ahead and roll a four. Give. Yeah. Shadow Fang is in control. Feel like Shadow Fang is going to call to his protectorate and give them a chance to fight for themselves. All right. Go ahead and roll your two d sixes. 
Yeah, I did that. I subtracted the one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically, he howls out, but he's looking at you, Blood Rage, with this primal hatred on his face as you see black start to creep across his eyes. <clears throat> his eyes? Yeah. I'm calling to the entire wild to come and destroy you. What are you doing, you fool? Oh, so you do the Tarzan scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am not your enemy. What are you doing? You will burn everything. I've seen it. How will I burn anything? Demon, you must die. All right, now. Now, hold on. Metal. As you stand there, you look beside you, you see the object of your hatred, you see Stein, and Stein must die for what he's done to you. Go ahead and roll a d4. Four. Alright. You manage to maintain control of the gauntlet of gravity. Alright, now, <laughs> how would you like to get a little bit of revenge on that bald Russian? Nine. Okay. So I'm going to let you go ahead and roll a defense, Watcher. Oh, God. Mm. I am not part of this. Uh, that would be off of... Dexterity. Dexterity. So a nine as well. All right. Both of you roll a d8. Stein sees everything unfolding. Two. He stops collecting bodies and starts okay, so you're only gonna take recording one, data. Because that's the difference between the two. There is one thing. Uh, you remember when I found your arm and gave it back to you? Yes. Uh, I installed a little fail safe. All right. So you want to go ahead and activate that to protect yourself? Let's go ahead and do it. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy, but your arm just fell off with the gauntlet on it. <laughs> so, uh, I guess you're going to be trying to achieve that for yourself. Um, achieve. There's the gauntlets on that cybernetic arm. Yeah, I guess I'll pick that up for me. All right, so go ahead and hand that card over to uh, the watcher. <laughs> Plan really far ahead in advance on that one. That's like, that's like the long con. <laughs> that was, dude, you have no idea what session that was. That was like session two that yeah. he, he put that in. <laughs> oh my god. I'm suddenly thinking of leverage. Yeah, it was the night that it was night my friend Scott was here to my lost my arm, so So you know you what? Have the gauntlet added on to yourself. I would like to toss the orange shard here over to uh, Blood Rage Death Shade. And see how that goes. Okie dokie, sir. Let's see how it goes. Higher, high risk, high reward. Man. Should he like to? Yeah, if he wants it. Ooh, I could give it to the max. 
no. I don't know what's more dangerous here. They'll combine. Oh no. Alright, he throws that gauntlet over to you, Blood Rage, seeing that you're in a position of uh, defending yourself. You're going to go ahead and place it onto yourself and roll a d4. hot potato with like all-powerful problems. <laughs> yeah. You have control of the gauntlet. Okay. Alright, its vibration seems to filter into you as your own primal rage filters back into it. And you feel resonance with this. Alright, so Master of Land and Gravity, I'm going to use that to stop him in his tracks from attack. I don't want to damage him, I just want to stomp, or stop, stop him. him. Yeah, I don't want to damage him, I just want to stop him to the ground. <laughs> Alright, so do, do, do. go ahead and roll for your control of your rage. D4. <laughs> you have control of the god. Two. Ooh. You're not controlling your rage. But... <laughs> you seem to think that you have a valiant effort in your mind that you're mm -hmm. going to be nice mm -hmm. as you stomp out of control and bash that fist into the ground. I'm sitting yeah. picturing Kikar Mike. Sit! Yeah. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Okay. I will let you roll a defense. Okay. Um. You're going to just add that to your decks. Gotcha. So, 10 minus 1 is 9. Okay. So, basically as he slams his fist into the ground, uh -huh. you manage to evade as you see the ground itself start to cave in word on itself. Everything that's weighted down rubble on top of it pulled deeper into the ground itself, cracking the concrete underneath your feet as you roll and jump and utilize the root of strength as it launches you higher in the air and you flip back away from him. Okay. Y'all manage to stand stately. Now, Solaris. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? A little worried. Why don't you roll a d4 for yourself? <laughs> One. <Excellent>. Hey, <laughs> Alistair. How have you been? A little down the dumps, I guess. You're in control. Pastor's in control. Jeez. That emotion that you had brought out the humanity that you forgot you had. Now, what you see all around you is your team fighting amongst themselves, trying to damage each other, trying to kill each other. Question, is it just me floating or is it like me and my two sentinels that I've taken over floating? Like in like a formation over everything. They're there. They can hear you. You have resonance with them. Willingly, even though Alistair is, even though I, I guess, am in control, I willingly reach out to Solaris. Okay. Because being the elder sibling, I was never in a position of having that person of looking up to someone yeah to someone out. I could go to for help okay and now I have that and despite I guess having control over my own emotions and feelings I kind of still seek that all right so, so what are you seeking from a Solaris what do we do it's falling to pieces this squad 
I hate to say it, Solaris, but it happened with Julian. I sense truth in your words. I see an advantage. I would like to take advantage of it. I believe we have a chance for survival and propagation. If you are willing to allow me to achieve this, I need your help. I trust you, Solaris. Roll two, d6, add it to your highest stat. Eight. Eight is success. All right. As you reach out with your sentence, mm-hmm. start scouring the area for the injured, cybernetically enhanced. One after the other, after the other, after the other. Roll a d8. Me? Six. Six. You gain six sentinels. With your additional two, that's eight of you. One of them being a damaged friend. Heavy metal, roll a d4. Three. You have joined the collective, but you have maintained your mind. Okay. You are now heavy soul. Uh, You are Soul's Hammer. Alright. You have achieved armor. You have achieved full body. You have achieved your own sentient cybernetics. Free of Stein Tech. Free of any devices or plot devices that have been angled against you. And you have the ability to use your own sniper beam. A solar-powered sniper beam. Okay. Got it? Yep. As you grow your army, you look in front of you, and you see the battle ahead is fierce. If only you knew what would happen. If only everyone at home knew what would happen. Well, if you want to find out, if you want this to be a cliffhanger with an answer, if you want the climax, if you want some sort of reward, join us. At the same Dark Star time on the same Dark Star channel, this is Tony Stevens saying like, subscribe, and tell your grandmother to listen to our show!